Welcome to the Bike Tour Adventures Ridecast. Um, this is going to be something a little different than my typical podcast, but it's going to be a daily reflection when I'm on a tour, on a ride. Um, well, I guess not road biking, but when I'm doing any kind of touring. And so, in this first episode, I'm going to talk about my newest and latest tour. My, well, my wife and I. I was going to say my wife and I, but when coming back to Canada, I decided that I wanted to, to do a, a good ride this summer, something to, to fill in a bit of the gap of time before I start teaching, and to just make the most out of the summer weather, because that's something, riding season in Canada is not extremely long. And so, I decided I was going to ride from Windsor to Ottawa, following Lake Erie and Lake Ontario, which is about plus minus 1200 kilometers. And then my wife said, well, I'm not working yet, and I want to come with you. So I said, okay, let's do it. And then as I looked into it, the bus ticket to get to Windsor to start is going to cost, I think, $250. You know, you're 11 hours on a bus. It's miserable. It sucks. And my aunt suggested, she's like, well, why don't you guys ride the other way? Why don't you ride to, like, Montreal or Quebec City? And I said, hey, great idea. I got a lot of family in Quebec City and in Montreal. And I haven't seen them in God knows how long. I mean, I've been gone from Canada for 15 years I think the last time I saw my cousin in Quebec City was in 2010, before I went to Malaysia. So, nine years. My cousins in Montreal, I saw a couple of them since then, I think 2015, so four years. So you might be hearing some music in the background, that is the end of our first day's ride, and I'll tell you all about it in a few minutes, but basically... My wife and I decided we're going to ride to Montreal. We'll take it uh, slowly, three days for 220 kilometers. So it's actually pretty big for somebody who never toured before. And she's not really done much long rides. I think this almost doubled her longest ride today. Actually, probably did. I think the longest she ever did was 35. Today she did 75, 76. So good on her. And um, the other thing about our tours, we're using our folding bikes. So I have my bike Friday. New World Tourist. I'm carrying all the bags. She has a um, Riesen Mueller Birdie. It's a German folding bike, but we don't have any racks on it yet, so I'm still looking for some system. I'm probably going to buy her bike packing bags to carry gear in so that then I can use them when I go out mountain biking and camping and stuff, so win-win. But anyways, I digress. We started our first day. We decided we're going to head towards Montreal. We get on the bikes. It was a hectic start to the day because I felt like I was doing everything. Welcome to the man's life, I guess. No, that's just an exaggeration. She's she's done a lot. She prepared a lot for this. It took her a lot more mental motivation than it did for me, that's for sure. I was like, yeah, I'm going to do this no matter what. And she was, even yesterday, going, oh my god, I can't believe I'm going to ride to Quebec City. That's 580 kilometers and I can't believe we're going to ride back that's another 580 kilometers and yet here she is day one done sore ass sore legs wicked tan lines 
but she was lucky she didn't have to carry bags so I carried all the bags and it's weird going on like a two-week tour and I have like basically a fully loaded bike because I got two sleeping bags two air mattresses twice as much clothes twice as much food as I would ever carry at one time I have a lot of stuff and uh, she's carrying a little little bag we rigged to her handlebars and a little waist pouch and other than that she's pretty good to go so day one we were going to head down towards the 401 which is the major highway that goes across Ontario and camp at a place called Ald Island you get to it from by bridge and it's mostly empty um, just some houses and stuff but lots of empty land there and we were gonna camp there and then I remembered or my aunt mentioned that the Maxville Highland Games are on at this exact time which uh, actually is called the Glengarry Highland Games they are the biggest Scottish Highland Games festival in North America I think I think it's the basically North American Championships before people go to Edinburgh um, in Scotland for the World Championships. So there's going to be tons of uh, Scottish bands, pipe competitions, caber toss, all these kind of traditional Scottish things, marching bands. Um, yeah, so we said, fuck it. Let's, pardon my language. Yeah, screw it, whatever. Fuck it. Let's uh, cycle 75K to Maxville, camp for a night, enjoy the festival, maybe get a little drunk, dance away. And it's so coincided. We're about an hour into the tour today. We're, we're just leaving uh, the Kempville area where my aunt lives. Maybe, maybe 15, 20 kilometers. So not even an hour, less than that. 50, yeah, maybe an hour, whatever. An hour out of Kempville. And my wife says, Chris, is today August 1st or 2nd? And I quickly look down at my phone, which is mounted to my handlebars, and I go, oh, happy anniversary, baby. So we've been married a year, and we knew it was coming up. We were talking about it and stuff and what we were going to do, but we kind of forgot with the uh, the excitement of her first tour and the excitement of me getting back on a bike, proper fully loaded. I haven't done a fully loaded tour like this since 2012. The last major tour I did was through Indonesia, and everything since then has been fairly lightly loaded or on a road bike going high speed just like a backpack or a, uh, a seat post um, a seat post rack so all in all great day today riding from Kempville to Maxville it's tailwind the whole way it's sunny though it's about 33 degrees outside without humidity so it's probably closer to 40 um, pretty hot and going quite a bit slower than I'm used to. We were 20, 21 kilometers an hour, which is pretty good considering Seema's never toured. But also bearing in mind that she didn't have bags to carry, so it allowed her to go that extra little bit faster. And um, yeah, the tent is set up. The bikes are locked to a fence. We negotiated a one-night deal for this festival. Um, she's changed, made up minimal because I told her she couldn't bring much and we're gonna go indulge in a whole 
bunch of gear. And uh, what else? What else can I say? Yeah, we're in pretty far from the actual fairground because it seems like if you camp in a tent, you're a chump. So we might as well put you as far away as possible. And it costs us a bit more than I was hoping to pay. It's $80 for a full weekend. That's up to three nights of camping, two days of the, the games themselves, and including your entrance pass. But if you want to do just one night and one day of the games, it was going to cost us 55 bucks each. But we figured since it's our anniversary, we may as well. So here's my wife, Seema. What was your feeling today on your first day? Which part of the ride? The first 20, the second 20, or the last 30? Uh, I had different feelings throughout talk the to us. ride. So here's somebody who's doing her first tour. It started okay. I think I tried to keep an average of 20 to 21 kilometers an hour. And I think I did it up to 25 kilometers. And mainly the ride was flat. I'm not good at hills yet. I think you're 2021. 20, for like the first 50 kilometers kind oh, of did thing. I? Yeah. Yay! And then when I saw the hills, <laughs> I tried to not look at them and look at my bike computer and try to keep 17. Very and small southern Ontario hills, yeah. but to somebody who's going beyond their usual expectations, it, the little hills add up, right? So, very nice. Then... I think my I wanted my bike computer to see my um, distance and my speed, so it's kind of motivation when I see like, oh, I can five more kilometers, ten more kilometers, yay, I reach forty. So it's kind of motivation. And seventy-five does wasn't that hard actually. It was better than what I expected. It was better than what you expected. Yeah. It was just a matter of keep on pedaling. Keep on paddling don't hit them. They, husband, they don't bite. husband no nagging. Husband not nagging, that's then a good one, yeah. We stop for lunch, we stop for roadside lunch. Ale. Some yeah. wraps with uh, the vegetables we cut up this morning. I kept drinking water, I think I was dehydrated, so I made sure I drink lots of water. And I survived. Talk to me tomorrow, I guess. Now what about the roads? How did you feel with the roads? Oh, the road was quiet. The Canadian really quiet. Like this is like really good. Canadian, um, yeah. Ottawa Valley, countryside roads, paved shoulders, pretty good. Like white shoulder, and Canadian drivers are very good. And they, if they see the other lane is um, empty, they don't actually use that like line. Like the next oncoming day. traffic yeah. lane, yeah. They go to the other lane and they make sure that they don't go close to you, which is very, very safe. Yeah, so they're not passing within like a meter, a meter and a half. They're giving you pretty much the entire lane. Like they just go right over to the other side. So that's more common than not. I had one asshole today who gave a shout at me as he went by and kind of scared really? me out of my thoughts. But, you know, just being a dick, um, it happens. Uh, I, I, so far was good. I think people give you away when they see you on bicycle. And like at a junction, I, there was a truck coming. I thought he has a stop sign. I didn't stop. I stopped and then I didn't wait for him. But later I realized he didn't have a stop sign. So, but he gave way to me. Yeah, she's done a bit of a suicide mission. We don't even have insurance yet. So <laughs> I, I'm, I'm thinking I should go online and 
get a good package right now because no, she I'm likes to, to just blindly enter roundabouts and cross intersections while cars are coming. So, but anyways, guys, girls. I have this new pedal. What about my new pedal? Oh, she's got. I got her some toe clips for her uh, for her bike because she doesn't use clip-ins, and I know a lot of bike tourists out there don't. I swear by them. Um, I just got some brand new mountain bike shoes because I threw my last ones out. But anyways, for her, she's been using normal pedals, but what happens with, and I'm not sure if this is applies to a lot of bike tourists, but your feet don't stay in a stable position, especially if you're not, if you haven't grown up as a cyclist, maybe you tend to have the pedal right in the middle of your foot, um, as opposed to more towards the front, towards the ball of the foot. So we put on these toe clips for her, they're strapless ones, so that there's no chance of her getting her foot like wedged in there and crashing. Um, but it's more just to keep the distance of her foot um, appropriate, like decent, so that it it's not sliding all over. And she said it felt a lot better. So, yeah. Booyah. Tomorrow, we will be getting up and heading towards the province of Quebec. So we're not going to, I don't think we're going to reach it tomorrow, but it depends what time we get up and how much we drink tonight. Really, that's the, uh, that's the key determining factor. And um, man, it's a beautiful day today. Really, like barely any clouds in the sky. Hot Scottish festival. Lots of guys walking around in skirts. And uh, woohoo. And um, it's time to let you guys go so I can have a bite to eat and then go have some beer. <laughs> 